Welcome to the Wildly Energised podcast series, where we discuss some of the struggles living in a fatigued state, how you can support your body in a more natural way, and how you do not have to do it all on your own. I am your host, Karen Giles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week of the Wildly Energised podcast series. Now, today the sound will be a little different. Uh, We just moved house on the weekend and I can't find the box with my podcast equipment in it. So I'm just running off my my old-fashioned wired earphones and microphone that I used to use for my mobile phone. So bear with me today. And today we're talking about the power of sleep. And today is episode number 57. So we're cracking on with these episodes. We're well and truly into the podcast channel here and taking on board your comments and feedback and the topics that you're interested in hearing about as well. So for those of you who are new to the channel, as you know from the intro, I'm Karen Giles and I'm a health and wellness coach. And you're probably thinking, what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, I wear many, many hats And I work with a large array of people who come from different backgrounds, who have different needs, who have different struggles. But in a nutshell, I support both genders, men and women, to go from their flat, exhausted self to their more vibrant, energised self. And a way that we do that, one of the stepping stones is creating and implementing those healthy boundaries to get you on your way. So we'll touch that a little bit, touch on that a little bit today when we're talking about sleep, because you know, when there's changes, there's boundaries that need to come into play and change needs to happen for the better, which is pretty exciting, isn't it? So a few things we'll touch on today is what is sleep? So your interpretation of sleep, it will be different to every single one of you. And that's okay. We're all unique. We're all our own individual person. So I'll just share with you what my take on what sleep is. Why does the body need sleep? There's many different reasons. So we're just touching on a few today. And what happens when you don't get enough sleep? And that will look slightly differently to everybody. But it's a general overview. So these episodes are to give you a bit of a taster, get you thinking, plant the seed, and you know, just get you looking into what changes you could make in your life for a healthier future and also a much more vibrant being. And lastly, how much sleep is enough? So everybody has a different opinion on that and that's okay. We'll talk about that later on today. So firstly, what's sleep? So for me personally, I see sleep as a time or the period when you disconnect from your conscious mind and body and you're able to go into that full relaxation where your body, you sink in to your body and your body just goes that little bit heavy, your shoulders drop, and then you're able to just over a little bit of time close your eyes and you go to sleep. But As I've mentioned to other people in the past, not everybody closes their eyes when they sleep. Some people, they sleep with their eyes open. And an old school friend of mine, she was like that. I remember seeing her on a school camp and I was scared because I thought, I'm talking to her. Why isn't she talking back? Her eyes are wide open. What's going on? So I went and got one of the school teachers on camp and 
and she did a few things and, you know, she noticed that she was clicking fingers or that sort of stuff to get my friend's attention. And we realised that she sleeps with her eyes open and that would have been something helpful for the teachers to know about from the parents before the camp because I thought maybe something had happened to her. I noticed her chest was rising and falling, so I knew she was breathing, but I just didn't know what was going on because I was very young at the time. And to me, sleep is allowing for that falling into a full relaxation state to happen because until that happens, are you really in your deep restful state? And are you realistically expecting and looking forward to yourself and your body having that full deep sleep if you're not in that full relaxation before you go to bed and sleep to me also is when you wake up seven to nine hours later in a very well rested state where you're happy your mind is clear there's you know that brain fog business we hear so much about and it's a real thing I get it I work with people who have it I've had it myself But when you wake up seven, nine hours later after having such a deep sleep, you feel like a different person. You feel like a million dollars. So is that something you're experiencing or something you would like to experience in the future? Something a lot of people wonder is, why do I need sleep? What's the big hoo-ha about? When I say hoo-ha, I mean all the chatter about, like, why do people make it such a big deal? Well, it's because it's one of the most important elements in the human being, isn't it, with the living being? Because it's the ideal time for your mind, your body and your cells to go through the rest and repair phase. It's an ideal time for your body to start healing from any inflammation, which, by the way, when you don't get enough sleep, that's causing a lot of inflammation in your body and alone. And a lot of people don't think about that. You know, I think, I've put on so much weight. I don't understand what's happening. Well, are you sleeping? That's the very first point where I start with people. And then you go through the hydration and all the rest of it and stress and so on. So if you're wanting to kickstart your exhaustion journey, if you don't want to stay exhausted forever, then look at how are you sleeping? How are you treating your body? Do you have a routine around your bedtime? And sleep's really important to recover any long, to recover, what would you say, from long-term exhausting days. It's really important for that. You can tell I'm tired today because I'm getting all tied up in my own words because running a business and moving house yourselves and unpacking, it's intense, isn't it? It's a lot to do but I'm committed to doing my daily tasks within my business, with my health, with my routines and everything else just needs to work in around it. But it means some of my days are longer than what ideally I'd like them to be. But I'm very focused on getting to bed by a certain time because I know that's what I need. Otherwise, I get that fight or flight mode happening. I get all wide. I get all hypo because I go past that tired stage and then I go into that hyperactivity exhausted stage and people either get hyperactive hyper emotional where they cry at the drop of the hat or they yell or scream at people everybody's different but I go into hyperactivity so knowing those boundaries for your body alone is really really important 
getting you started, knowing when to stop, when to go to bed, when to get up in the morning. And sleep is really important for your body so the muscle repair can start happening, especially if you're recovering from any form of injury, illness, if you do a lot of exercise and your muscles are sore or tired. The rest and digest saying, that old-fashioned saying that we've heard since we were really young, it's real. There's something behind that. For your body to heal, you do need to rest and digest. And I'm not just talking physically in a food sense, digesting your food. I'm also talking about emotions. So are you allowing yourself daily to process your emotions for your body to digest them and work through. For some of you, allowing the space throughout the day to do this in a state of stillness is too overwhelming. So that's why rest, sleep at night or if you shift work or during the day, whatever your case is, is vital. And there's so many things you can do to set yourself up for a good night's sleep. And what happens when you don't get enough sleep? There are so many things that happen. There's your irritability, so you're getting overtired. Your patients aren't there, so you're losing your patience so easily. You're becoming such a snappy Tom, and then people are tiptoeing around you like they're walking on eggshells, and they just don't want to be around you. And then you start to create that form of disconnect with people around you as well. And I tell you what, when you're so disconnected from so many people in life, including yourself, it's so darn lonely. It's horrible. And when you're ill, when you're exhausted, when you've got adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue syndrome or any other form of illness or disease that other people can't relate to with you, you automatically create that form of disconnection. So why create a further disconnection in your life by not having enough sleep, by being that snappy Tom. So that's food for thought. A lot of you probably haven't thought of it that way. And then when you're not getting enough sleep, you're creating all that inflammation, that weight gain, your muscle tones deteriorating because your body's stress starts running on that adrenaline. So it's seeking energy from all different parts of your body. You get the puffiness in your face, your belly, your thighs, all that weight gain starts piling on. And then the overwhelm contributes to your lack of clarity as well. So how, how overwhelmed are you getting? How regularly are you getting overwhelmed? And does it take something minor to overwhelm you? Or is it something big and extreme that overwhelms you? Because the more simplified you are to be overwhelmed meaning the smallest little thing overwhelms you have a look at yourself take a big step back look into yourself as if you're standing in front of your physical being and just have a glance have a scan which seems to be the word at the moment to use what's missing are you too busy? Are you saying yes too much instead of saying no when you should be? Are you not looking after yourself? You're eating crappy food. Are you eating a lot of processed food? You're eating too much sugary food, even natural sugars. Are you getting heart palpitations because you're exhausted? Maybe you have anxiety, maybe a form of depression. You know, what's going on? All these things contribute to weight gain. 
and to poor sleep. So it's really, really important to build that awareness muscle, to get in tune with yourself. So the more intuitive you are with yourself, the easier life will be. I'm not saying it, there's no difficult times. I'm not saying that you don't have those confronting conversations. What I'm saying to you is that the more intuitive you are, the stronger you will become at voicing your needs, voicing your opinions and saying no more often without the guilt. So how much sleep is enough? Well, everybody's different, aren't they? As an average seven to nine hours per night or day whenever you sleep. But that's average. So there's two different types of sleep, isn't it? There's broken sleep, there's solid sleep. Let's keep it simple here. Broken sleep people require more time in your bed, on your mattress to get the same amount of uh, same amount of hours sleep that a solid sleeper has. So a solid sleeper requires less hours in bed than a broken sleeper to wake up feeling vibrant, energized, that nice full clarity, you know, when you're really excited about facing your day. And can you work out why they're so different? Why broken sleep requires more, more time in bed than a solid sleeper? For some of you, it's self-explanatory. You get it straight away. You're probably thinking, what is she talking about? But the difference is, for those of you who don't understand, broken sleep. So that's whenever you wake up from when you go to bed to when you get up in the morning. It could be a toilet run. It could be kids or a baby. It could be the weather needing to close windows because rain's coming in. It could be a storm. It could be that you've, your mind's racing, you've got stuff going on in your head. If you're one of those people where you've got stuff going on in your head and it wakes you regularly, do what I call a brain dump before you go to bed. That's really helpful. Try not to do it in your bedroom. I mean, if you need to do it just before you go to bed, even do it in your bathroom. Have a notebook there a pen, pop it in the drawer, whatever you want to do, lounge room, wherever. So that's broken sleep. A solid sleeper goes to bed, say, anytime, say 9 a.m., oh, sorry, 9 p.m., and they wake up at, say, 5 a.m., but they don't wake up throughout the night at all. And most of the time they wake up in the position that they fall asleep in. And you may not be there yet. Maybe you want to be and that's okay. It is doable because that's where I'm at now. I'm a solid sleeper unless there's storms around or something like that. But generally, I go to bed around quarter past 9, 9.30. I wake up anywhere from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. And I'm all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, as they say, ready for my day. I do have a certain routine before I go to bed and a certain routine when I wake up in the morning. If I don't do those routines, then I'm a bit out of whack. I don't sleep as well of a nighttime and then of a morning. If I don't do my morning routine, I don't have as much energy throughout the day. So it's food for thought. What are you doing before you go to bed? What foods are you eating? Are you eating too close to going to bed? Is your gap from eating dinner to going to bed too far apart so when you go to bed you're starting to get hungry and then your hunger pains are keeping you awake is the meal you're eating of a night time too heavy 
is it too light so you're not feeling satisfied so you're not hungry but you just don't feel satisfied your tummy's feeling a bit light for some of you there's that real sweet spot and then for others you can go either way doesn't really bother you if you have a heavy meal or a lighter meal we all have different digestion systems we all have as in they work differently we all have um, different mindsets we all have different forms of stimulation we all have different levels of sensitivity to light emfs energies all those sorts of things so another thing to consider as well is how can you sleep better so creating that calm nurturing bedtime routine is is so important if you want a really good night's sleep and you struggle so that could be something like having a shower by candlelight I do that quite a lot and I love it it's so relaxing my shoulders drop straight away I start to dissolve what went on during the day discussions I had projects I need to work on the next day any tasks I didn't get done that day I write it down it's on the list on my desk so then I've already brain dumped it before I finish my working day so that's not even on my mind so that's really important just those simple little things turn your bathroom lights off if you've got bright lights in your bathroom turn them off because the thing is is that the way your natural melatonin works in your body it works with natural sunlight and daylight so when darkness comes into play wherever you live that's when the soft light should be using being used no fluoros no spotlights nothing like that or soft lighting because as soon as you use bright lights your brain cannot tell the difference between the natural daylight and sunlight compared to the synthetic lighting we use with the electricity so the brighter the light the more you're confusing your brain with the melatonin because it's thinking, oh, hang on a minute, I thought we're getting ready to relax for the night because the sun's gone down. But now there's this bright light. Oh, okay, I must have been mistaken. Sun's up again. And then that's why people get their second wind of a nighttime when they're around bright lights. It's not that your body really wants to be awake. It's just that you're tricking it with the artificial lighting. So the softer the lights, the better. So in our lounge room at nighttime, we don't use the ceiling lights. We use a really soft lamp. Showers, I tend to have either candlelight or I have my essential oil diffuser light going, just something like that. If I don't want to be awake for a while, for a few hours before I go to sleep, this is what I do, soft lighting. The other thing you can do as well is with your oils, your essential oils, you can drop, put a couple of drops in the base of your shower or your bath before you actually put the water on. So I normally do it a minute or two before I jump in the shower or the bath. And then I turn the water on and in the shower, as soon as the water hits the base of the shower, you can smell all the aromas of the oils. And that starts to trigger your brain and go, okay, we're getting ready for bed. And this is why routines are really important because over time your brain will get to know. It will get to know your routine, what you do in what order, and they'll be like, oh, okay, you're going to bed and this, that, and the other. And that's why when I travel, when I go away, I have what I call myself my bedtime 
toolkit or you know my my bedtime pouch and I have my essential oils in there I normally have a tea light candle and a box of matches or some sort of light lighting system so I can light the candles so all those little things that probably sounds like nothing to you but I bet you've never thought of these things so it's definitely work worth looking into and you know just having a play around with it because you probably even notice during the day when it's raining like we've had rain here in Queensland for the last three days straight so the days are being quite dull and dark so I have been putting my ring lights on in the office I have been using the lamp in the lounge room when I have a break but the thing is if I didn't do that then I'd be really sleepy and tired throughout the day because that normal usual bright sunlight isn't coming up because it's so overcast and dark meditation is that something you're into I'm not sitting I'm not talking about how you have to sit down with your legs crossed and you your hands up in you know resting on your knees I'm just talking about listening to something that relaxes you so it might be a guided meditation it might be some chill out music it might be nature sounds like waterfalls or rainforest noises or it could be birds Whatever works for you, it could be listening to a certain person's voice. And I quite often will play that when I'm in the shower, when I've had a really big day or I've had a heavy day of a lot of computer work because I don't have, I just don't enjoy that. So I find computer work really heavy. My love and passion is working with people, working with my clients and supporting them. So any other tasks I have to do, which is plenty others I do on a daily basis, I find makes me feel really heavy and stagnant. So this is why I'm very much a routine person and the meditation is really good for all of that, letting go of that and just getting back into my body, getting ready for bed, shoulders drop, posture changes, clears the head. And quite often when I go to bed, I'm asleep within a couple of minutes. So, of course, depending on the day and what's going on, but just a few things for you to think about, you know, like, what does sleep mean to you? Could you do with more sleep? Could you do with better quality sleep? If you can do with better quality sleep, what's going on? Why do you need that? What's, you know, what's making your sleep not, not such high quality? Is it the weather? Is it the lighting is too bright in your room? That's something I did mention before is a lot of people love to sleep in the pitch black bedroom. Personally, I don't like that. It's just not my thing. I like to wake up with the natural light coming in through my door and that way I wake up when the sun comes up or the daylight starts to break. So it's working out what works for you, but then I know other people where their room needs to be 100% pitch black. So we're all different, aren't we? We're all very unique. So working out what works for you is really important. I'll see you next week. Bye. I trust you have taken away many golden nuggets in today's episode. Thank you so much for jumping on today and joining me on the Wildly Energized podcast channel. I I just want to say to you guys, I love having you jump on and listen. And I, I just enjoy sharing my journey with you all, the past and the present. 
So if you're interested in communicating and joining my online community on Facebook, jump over to Wildly Energized Circle and I have a group there and we would love to have you join us. For any questions, please just message them to me on Facebook and I would love to hear from you and get back to you as soon as possible. Enjoy the rest of your day and have a fabulous week. Bye.